Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Cedric Warren here, your host of Said Talk. Get it? Like TED Talk, but it's me. A couple of things. Welcome to the month of June. Uh, it's finally warm here in Indianapolis, so I'm excited about that. Uh, definitely going to be outside more, but I'm still going to definitely adhere to all the social distancing guidelines, of course, because COVID is still real out here, so we're not trying to catch that. So I hope everyone has enjoyed the South Carolina series thus far. I hope everybody enjoyed the features on all the regions within the state of South Carolina. I uh, hope you've got a chance to learn some things. If you, Even if you are from South Carolina, I hope you learn some things about the different areas as well. Uh, as my LBJD said, humbly, he said, go visit Florence, man. So definitely check out Florence, Charleston, uh, and plenty of places in the upstate as well. Um, so if you haven't heard those, go back, take a listen with the link in our social media profiles. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at said underscore talk. Now... We have guests here to help us with the debate, right? As I have mentioned this week, North Carolina versus South Carolina, which state is better, right? Uh, we're often lumped together as the Carolinas, but we are different. Uh, so on this episode, we will discuss those differences and even some similarities as well. Uh, with us, we have some guests who have lived in and worked in both states. So I will let them introduce themselves. And Ethan, if you want to go ahead and kick us off, man. Hi, um, I'm Ethan. I'm originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. Went to school at the University of South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. Um, and currently, I'm a lawyer in D.C. Nice. Welcome. Thanks. Uh, Fred? All right, what's up, everybody? My name is Fred from Columbia, but originally from Allendale, South Carolina. Shout out to the Allendale, um, but I went to UNC Chapel Hill, go Hills, go America, and now I'm out living in Texas, uh, working in education consulting. Nice, and Tyson? Tyson Lusk, I'm originally from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, so I echo Fred's comments, go Hills, go America. Mm -hmm. In uh, 2013, I've uh, worked at the University of South Carolina, so I've been in Columbia since 2013. Nice, nice. Uh, so this whole Go Heels Go America thing, is, did they tell y'all to say that? Or is that just, what is that? I mean, bruh, like, <laughs> that's great, man. Like I said, Go Heels, like, we, we doing it thing, man. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Greatness. Which part would anyone object to, I guess, is the, the question. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, that Go America piece, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I, I ain't a big on the Go America piece right now. So <laughs> go heels over everything. Though. We should have two set talks. Yeah. We really could. We really could. All right. So brief history of North Carolina uh, before we get into the questions with our guests. Uh, so North Carolina was an original 13 colony. Uh, shout out to the original 13, of course. South Carolina was one of those. Uh, became a state November 21st, 1789. Following the Revolutionary War, uh, North Carolina developed an extensive slave plantation system and became a major exporter of tobacco and cotton. Surprise, surprise. Uh, one of the 11 states to secede from the U.S. before the Civil War in 1861. 
1903, uh, the first manned self-propelled airplane flight with the Wright brothers at Kitty Hawk took place. Capital of North Carolina is Raleigh. I think most people think it's Charlotte just because it's one of the largest cities, but it's Raleigh. Uh, Geographic lesson for you all. Population sits at 9.5 million. Nicknames are the Old North State and the Tar Heel State. Uh, state tree is the pine. State bird is the cardinal. Fun fact, some of you probably may have heard about this, but English colonists uh, land on the coast of Roanoke Island in 1587. Uh, and then later, all of them disappeared. And this is known as the lost colony of Roanoke. Uh, there was only a word written on like a stump or something like that. And nobody knows what it means or what it came from. So there's a lot of theories behind what actually happened. So <clears throat> still a mystery. Archaeologists haven't been able to find anything either. So, uh, and that comes from the History Channel's page on North Carolina. So some major cities, I mentioned two already, Charlotte and Raleigh. We have Durham, uh, Chapel Hill, Winston-Salem, and Greensboro. Those are well known. And then some colleges, uh, University of North Carolina, Duke, Appalachian State, North Carolina A&T, North Carolina Central, Winston-Salem State, Elon, Wake Forest, Davidson, and North Carolina is home to 85 colleges and universities in total. All right. So, um, hope that was able to give you a little brief history, a little background. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into like famous people and stuff like that as well. So, Justin, if you'll go ahead and kick us off, man, and we'll get started. Yeah, just want to say I'm back again. <laughs> I somehow make it every episode. Every... They try to cut me out the intro, but can't be stopped. Hey, stop! Won't stop. <laughs> Bad boy, baby. <laughs> All right, North Carolina versus South Carolina. So um, we had said break down some history for North Carolina, but I want to start with Tyson and kind of ask him if he can give us an overview of the different areas of North Carolina. So as you probably know, Tyson's living in South Carolina. You have the Midlands, the Upstate, and the Low Country. So how how do how are the different regions in North Carolina? What are they? Sure. So North Carolina, much like South Carolina, you you have the coast as well as the mountains, and then everything in between. So if you go from west to east, you start in the mountains, the Appalachian Mountains. Which for anyone and everyone in, um, watching, please notice how I said that it is pronounced Appalachian. It's not Appalachian. It's not Appalachia. It's Appalachian Mountains, Appalachian State University. Uh, um, in fact, App State sells T-shirts with the pronunciation guide. Um, so <laughs> nice. That is an often, often mispronounced word. So if nothing else, please take from that how to pronounce the Appalachian Mountains. Um, then you have the foothills. Uh, so that's kind of Statesville, uh, Catawba, Lenore, that area. Um, then you go into the Piedmont Triad with uh, Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High Point. Uh, if you keep basically going down I-40, you get into the Triangle which is Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. Um, another pet peeve when you talk about that region is that Raleigh, Durham is not one city. Um, many, uh, many national media types when talks about, when talk about triangle refer to this imaginary place called Raleigh, Durham. That is inaccurate. In fact, they are two distinctly different cities, um, different demographically, different, um, in, in many ways, obviously there are, Lots of similarities because they are so close together, but they are two distinct cities. So Raleigh-Durham is not one large city. It is actually two cities. Uh, and then, of course, Chapel Hill. 
And if you keep keep working your way east, you're going to wind through um, um, Fayetteville and Zebulon, places like that, until you finally get get to the coast um, of Wilmington, which is probably the major city um, on the North Carolina coast. And then you have um, further out into the Atlantic, the Outer Banks. So um, a, a few more regions, I'd say, than maybe South Carolina, but um, there, are, there are quite some similarities in just how the state is pretty well defined going west to east. Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, cool story about Raleigh Durham. I remember the first what, time I went up to Durham. Yeah, it was Durham. And um, we went to Raleigh to like to go hang out. It was actually with Fred. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the two cities were close together as well. They are like 15 hours apart. I was like, to be kidding me. Like, it is, uh, 30, 30 minutes drive. 30 minutes apart, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I I um, I learned that those two cities are definitely different and far apart. So for Ethan, our other North Carolina native, um, how would you describe the people in each of those regions? Um, as you've probably listened on the other set talks, each region in South Carolina's got everybody got a different kind of thing going on, like an accent or culture. Um, how would you describe the different areas of North Carolina? Like, are the people different, accents different, anything like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm from Charlotte, which definitely has its own culture. You know, some of the parts of the state that I've been in referred to us as the great state of Charlotte. Um, <laughs> as a separate, you know, entire region from the whole rest of the state. But I think Charlotte definitely has its own sort of vibe. It's like being a bigger city, being like a more metro area. Um, I've noticed that like more toward like the mountains, there's like a lot more like laid back if you're like at Boone or, or in that sort of area, like it's much more of a laid back sort of vibe. Um, uh, North Carolina, like Eastern North Carolina, like, um, like Duplin County, that area, um, Kenston, closer out to, to Wilmington, those sorts of places. That, that that's like the the more rural area that kind of reminds me more of like South Carolina, like the places I've been in South Carolina outside of just Columbia. Um, so there's there's definitely like that aspect. I feel like Raleigh Durham, like the Triangle and, and even the Triad and Greensboro and stuff, and those are more like the metro Portland sort of areas that kind of more remind me of like Charlotte. Like I feel like there's there's the a distinction maybe more between like rural and urban, um, but that's that's the way that I kind of see it. Um, I don't know Tyson, what what your experience has been, but it's kind of way I view it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think to some of the um, dividing lines in those cities is that in, in North Carolina, many of these cities um, have a follow kind of the pattern of its, its universities. I think in North Carolina, particularly that the local cities are very much inter, excuse me, the cities are very much intertwined with their local universities. I mean, Chapel Hill and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, there, there are a lot of connections. I'm from Winston-Salem. So Winston-Salem, Winston-Salem State, I think you have a, some, for the most part, very good town gown relations. And I think that in, in North Carolina, although all of us present company excluded, there are a lot of people who go to a university and end up staying there. And I, I don't think that's totally unique to just the state of North Carolina, but um, I think that it is a strong pattern. And that's borne out, particularly because, as I said, mentioned earlier, there are so many 
um, universities in the state of North Carolina. And I think that's one of the, the major selling point, points for the state, especially the, um, the public education system. I mean, UNC was the nation's first public university, and that obviously just kind of set the tone for basically the rest, uh, the rest of history um, in the state of North Carolina that puts a, a high value on, on education, particularly, particularly higher um, education and public higher education. And I think that has really um, borne itself not just on the university campuses, but into to each town. Yeah, very good. And um, good segue into when you brought up UNC, because Fred, South Carolina native, yeah. chose to go to the University of North Carolina, despite having parents who went to the University of South Carolina. So Fred, tell us, why did you choose to go to North Carolina? And when you got there, what did you think of the people in North Carolina? And what did they think of you being from South Carolina? Whew. So yeah, man, so I went to the University of National Champions, bruh, and for me, you know, for me, I, went, I mean, you know, I'm from, like I said, we went to school in Columbia, man. Columbia was cool, but I was ready to get out of Columbia. And so for me, North, UNC was dope in the sense that it's like two, you know, three and a half hours away, so I get home if I needed to, but ultimately I was able to kind of go out, do my own thing, um, you know, build my own circle. And so for me, like I said, I, I visited campus and it was a wrap, man, so like UNC, just, I mean, beautiful people there, like everybody's cool. I mean, it has a similar feel to like South Carolina in terms of like people are very like sociable, like welcoming, like everybody's hugging, all that stuff like, you know, on campus. So I think that was dope. In terms of like people, the interesting thing to me is like, when I got to campus, you know, we got people from, you know, from the North and all over. So I expected people to be like, oh, you from South Carolina? Like, oh, like, you know, like y'all red and all this type, all this type stuff. But like the people who was doing that, it wasn't people from New York. It wasn't people from like, from like Philly. It was people from North Carolina. It was like, oh, you from the, oh, you from the, uh, from South Carolina. Y'all got the KKK down there and all this. Stuff. I'm like, dog. Like literally, one of my homegirls is joking me so hard. She from Laurenburg. Like it's barely over the South Carolina state line, dog. And I'm like, so I'm like, I- I'll take this talk from people from Raleigh. Durham, Charlotte, but from y'all from these country towns, dog, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not hearing it, dog. So like that was always just a fun, you know, we always just had you know a back and forth about that, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I love Chapel Hill, man. Chapel Thrill. That was up, and um, University of National Champions is a first for me. I have not heard of that one. So oh wow! Shout out the UNC. <laughs> so we'll go over to uh, Ethan. You're the exact opposite of Fred. You are from Charlotte. North Carolina, and you passed up the University of National Champions to come to University of South Carolina. University of Southern Comfort. Yeah. <laughs> what went into that decision? And like I like I asked Fred, like, what did you think of South Carolina? What did you think of the people? And what did they think of you? Yeah. Um, so at the time, I got to put myself in my high school mindset. I was much more about like want to go to you know a big college trying to get away from my parents. I wanted to party a lot. I was not that focused on school as much. Growing up in North Carolina, I always felt like UNC was like the study school. And um, I got to the University of South Carolina. I felt like that would be the party school. <laughs> so that's really why I went to University of South Carolina. was was one of the parties, um, which I definitely got a little bit of. And then I realized that actually, you know, I got to buckle down. I actually had to study. It's not, it's not just going to all be you know, one big college party. 
Um, but I I can't lie, friends. So like, I definitely had some of the same sort of preconceived notions about South Carolina that a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> see then. Because um, it just it, to me, I just thought South Carolina was like all farmland and a very rural sort of area. Um, from, from Charlotte, you know, the the big city or whatever. Like I thought that it was going to be a lot of just you know slow talking people and talk like this and not <laughs> being able to keep up with. Um, you know how 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 advanced and, and progressive I was as a North Carolinian, but um, it turned out to um, be much the same. I, I learned that uh, a lot of a lot of the same. Yeah, it's it's so close together, North Carolina, South Carolina. There's a lot of the same sort of you know culture. There's a lot of the same sorts of uh, people and a lot of sort same sorts of um, just a lot of the same sort of environment. Um, between North Carolina and South Carolina, but I definitely went down there thinking that there's going to be a lot of differences and found that it, it wasn't that different at all. Right. State is literally next to our state. We share a name. It's like y'all get the word north and you think y'all is so different. It's so uh, funny. Like, kill me, man. I'm like, yo, really though? No? Y'all really don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all a purple state. Y'all voted for Obama and now y'all like this is the Right. They go blue one time. <laughs> <laughs> even vote a second time. Y'all went blue one time, man. Get out of my face. That's not wrong, man. <laughs> Blue, what time? So Tyson, uh, similar question for you. You left North Carolina to go work in South Carolina. They were actually work for the University of South Carolina. So how would you describe the people, you know, in South Carolina versus the ones in North Carolina? And also, how would you describe uh, the politics? Sure. So, I mean, to, to your the point you just made, I think that we're very much more similar than we are different. I mean, both states have uh, very rural areas and some of the same um, issues that rural and rural America faces. Um, and then both have major um, metropolitan areas as well. Um, maybe North Carolina, a few more major metropolitan areas, but um, you know, Charlotte, particularly, and Ethan, you can speak much more to this than I can, but I feel like both states can kind of kind of claim the greater Charlotte region. Um, you know, Rock Hill, Fort Mill are really just extenuations of Charlotte. I mean, you've seen the, the Carolina Panthers have just built their new practice facility, are, are going to build their new practice facility in uh, in South Carolina. Um, so, you know, I think I think both states can can share a little bit of that that Charlotte feel. Um, I know there's certainly many, many people who live in South Carolina and work in Charlotte. Um, and then, you know, in, in, in um, South and North Carolina, you both have some really great coastal cities that are just top-notch vacation areas. Um, Charleston, South Carolina, I think is one of the top vacation spots, um, certainly in the Southeast, you could argue even in the country. And then North Carolina, obviously, you've got beautiful beaches in, in Riceville Beach and outside of Wilmington and the Outer Banks. And, um, and then both places have kind of the more mountain areas, you know, Asheville and Boone and North Carolina. And, um, you know, if you you really have to go through Greenville, um, South Carolina to get up to those ways if you're coming through here. So, you know, that's another city that's kind of on the rise in South Carolina. I think between Greenville, Columbia, and Charleston, you're really seeing some of these metropolitan areas really take shape and, and continue to grow, um, both culturally and politically. Um, I think um, while South Carolina as a whole was pretty conservative, 
Um, it's certainly trending in a, another direction in part because so many of these cities are growing, particularly Greenville, Columbia and Charleston. Um, you know, Greenville County is very large and is a Republican area, but the, the city of Greenville is actually quite, um, or I shouldn't say quite, but it is Democratic. Um, Richland County is, is awfully progressive, as is Charleston. You know, for the first time in, gosh, I don't know how long, um, the Charleston congressional seat um, went to a Democrat in 2018, Jeff Cunningham. So I think you're seeing some of the same issues politically that you're seeing, not just in the Carolinas, but all across the country, where some of these more um, metropolitan areas and suburban areas are trending a little bit more blue um, than red. And so I do think you really have a lot of similarities between the two. Um, the other one I'd say is that culturally, you see a lot of the same cultural issues, in particular, and cultural debates, particularly around food. Um, I think um, you've got uh, the, the the barbecue debate in North Carolina is, and in South Carolina are, are, uh, is very strong, and you're going to find passionate folks on all sides of that issue. So that's another thing that kind of um, kind of binds us. Um, so I, I do think that um, food in the South is a particularly important topic um, that you see some of these cultural dividing lines, um, both in North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, I, I think we probably all have our opinion on what the right barbecue sauce is uh, as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Got two good points. You gotta actually, go mustard base. That I want to kind of explore, and it's the uh, Charlotte region, how both states can kind of claim that. Now, me personally, when people say Charlotte and they say it's in South Carolina, I correct them. I, I give North Carolina Charlotte I mean, as much as I would want to claim Charlotte for South Carolina to kind of raise our profile, like I'm, I'm gonna stick with the lines. It's in Charlotte. I mean, it's in North Carolina. So Ethan, do you like let people from Rock Hill and Formula claim Charlotte? So, so actually, funny, funny thing when you said that uh, people say that Charlotte's in South Carolina. Um, I think because of because of like you know where I'm from and my education, like. A lot of people do confuse, and I'm not sure if they're confusing that I, I'm from South Carolina based off of where I went to school, or because I lived in Char, or because I'm from Charlotte. Um, but uh, when I first came to South Carolina, and I'd say I'm from Charlotte, a lot of people would say, "Oh, like I'm from Port Mill, or I'm from Rock Hill," and I was like, "Okay, well." I mean, that's in South Carolina, so I'm not sure if that has to do with anything. But as I got down there, and I actually have started to get more accustomed to uh, when people do say that they're from, you know, Rock Hill area, Fort Mill area. Like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm, you know, from right up the street, you know, across 521 from Indian land. And like, you know, I'm really close to, to actually, I'm closer to the South Carolina, you know, line um, than then I really sort of realized when I first came to South Carolina that that actually, you know, the greater Charlotte area really does include like all the way down to Rock Hill. And um, and so yeah, I, I kind of I kind of include it now. But but Charlotte's definitely North Carolina <laughs> for me. But, right. but so, uh, for Fred, I'm gonna ask you about uh, the barbecue. And um, I, I want to hope I get this right, but I get South Carolina, are we the mustard base? Mustard and then North Carolina, the ketchup base or something? So we had two in North Carolina. They what? A two in North Carolina. Tomato based and vinegar based. Vinegar -based. Tomato based part of the state, which is the right one. And then vinegar based in the eastern part of the state. Okay. So is that a thing for you, Fred? Like, do you put the barbecue? 
Like, do you think um, you like one over the other, or do you know the difference? So, I mean, the funny thing is, like, yeah, I guess in South Carolina, we're technically known for mustard-based, but, like, growing up, I didn't really eat a lot of mustard-based, like, barbecue. Like, we had, like, a lot of these hole-in-the-wall spots where it's just, like, it's good at, just good barbecue. Whereas, yeah, so you go to go to North Carolina, it's, like, it's the divide, like, vinegar-based versus tomato-based. I will say vinegar-based is trash. Like, <laughs> not with it. <laughs> they used to serve that joint up in the, in the cafeteria, too, in UNC. I'm like, man, get this out of here, so... Um, so if I got to choose a side in terms of North Carolina, I go with the, the tomato base for sure. But I don't know. I'm curious to hear y'all too, like Justin and said. Like I don't know. I mean, like I don't really identify with the mustard base being South Carolina. I understand that's what we get claimed. Like that's what we get identified with. But I've never really been big on it. <laughs> to be honest with you, the best barbecue I've had is outside of North Carolina and uh, South Carolina. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, the, so the the best barbecue I've had probably came from Tennessee, and I'm not even joking. Like they had some smoked ribs, smoked chicken. Like the way they smoke food in there, amazing. I, I was in the Gatlinburg, Tennessee area, Knoxville area, um, Sevierville, all those areas. Yeah, though that barbecue slapped. I've had Texas brisket. Now I don't think anybody does brisket better than any any like Texas, and I feel like that's Texas staple is that brisket. I have not had authentic Kansas City barbecue. Uh, I'm only about six hours away from Kansas City in Indianapolis, so I will venture there to do that. But barbecue in Hawaii as Justin and I have been to, is also different too when it comes to some of the things they put on there to season it. Uh, they use a lot of fruit and things like that. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you remember some of the spots we went to to eat. But, yeah. Uh, that is definitely included in some of their kind of uh, spices or just seasoning, or if they're cooking it, they, they might put like pineapples and mangoes and stuff like that in the foil and all that stuff to kind of let that juice sit in there. So a little bit sweeter sauce and things in there, but yeah, I, I love uh, South Carolina barbecue. Of course, I'm always rep for it. Somebody talking about it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's South Carolina. But yeah, I, I got to go with Tennessee right now, man. That, that smoked, <laughs> smoked wings, uh, smoked chicken. That that stuff is like amazing. Yeah, you know, uh, Ronnie Scott's barbecue in Charleston. <laughs> no. I think I said that right. Rodney Scott's in Charleston. That's a good barbecue spot. I think that's the name of it. Pretty uh, sure. Right? Get it right, Ethan, because you know Charleston people listen, man, and they go. On. <laughs> <laughs> like 90% sure that uh, I'm getting it right. Do a quick Google if you got to, and then come back to it. <laughs> yeah, for me, the barbecue, I, I like it all. I don't really have a preference. And um, I don't know at what point I realized that South Carolina was known for us. I think when people not from South Carolina or North Carolina would tell me, like, the barbecue's so good. And the older I've been in North Carolina, the barbecue's so good. I was like, oh, okay, we're known for that. All right, cool. <laughs> so, but for me, it doesn't really matter. So, and it's kind of interesting that we, we talk about both North Carolina and South Carolina like that because outside of our the Carolinas, people lump us together as if we're one big state. So, I don't know, how does that make y'all feel when you hear that? Do you correct them? Do you just let it go? Or we'll start with uh, Tyson on that. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to correct that just because it's just, you know, factually incorrect. Not, not, and I don't think by telling someone that North and South Carolina are two different states is saying one is better than the other. I think it's like 
we talked about earlier, Raleigh, Durham. I mean, that, that is not one big place. It's two places in, in North and South Carolina, um, are two, two states. I mean, we, we are obviously geographically, um, bordering, but you know, South Carolina and Georgia border as well. And they are two distinct states as well. Um, so I think, uh, I think there are some similarities, but also there are quite, quite a few differences. I mean, I think in some ways, um, and particularly maybe because Charlotte is so um, impactful on both states that that when I think people who don't really know North Carolina well, the, they know Charlotte um, and maybe know that Charlotte is kind of the, the center for you know professional sports teams, uh, save the Carolina Hurricanes. And obviously the Panthers are the Carolina Panthers, you know, and, and that was done intentionally when the team was established. I mean, the logo is literally two states, one team. So I think the Panthers kind of um, exemplify that fact that yes, it is two two distinct locations, but there's there's one for them anyway, one one goal in mind, and that's to try to get fans from from both states to feel like that is um, their hometown team. So I think things like that maybe lend itself to folks thinking that um, it's really not uh, you know two two separate areas, but I, I haven't encountered that a whole lot and partly probably because I have lived my entire life in one of the Carolinas. So, you know, if you live only in North and South Carolina no one that lives in those States are going to make that mistake. So y'all would probably having lived in other places outside of the Carolinas would probably be able to, um, maybe, uh, illustrate some of those, uh, examples of folks who get it, get it twisted a little bit. Yeah. Fred, what have you seen? You've been, um, quite the traveler, <laughs> different regions of the country. So what have you seen with that? Yeah. Well, I mean, so first of all, too, I'm, I want to back. Like I said, growing up in South Carolina, I feel like we we had pride in our state, but it was never like I don't remember having conversations with like friends like, "Yo, we better than North Carolina." Like that just wasn't a part of like growing up. But then, like I said, as soon as I crossed that border, in North Carolina, like so many North Carolinians, like they pride themselves on we better than South Carolina, and I'm just like, y'all really like <laughs> y'all better than one of the worst. <laughs> Like I said, like, oh, objectively, if you ask me, like, which state is better, you know, I'm not going to say on here, but, you know, if you ask me objectively, I probably got to go away. But, you know, like, North Dakota, South Dakota, like, uh, like <laughs> they the same thing. Like, I, I don't really know what's different. But I think going, I mean, going, you know, living in different places, you know, people don't, like, lump it in terms of the Carolinas, but you can, I mean, but it's clear that they don't know, like, what's different about each state, right? Like, they'll be like, you know, if you just say North Carolina, like, oh, Charleston, or if you say, like, South Carolina, you're like, oh, you know, like, like Charlotte, like people don't really, I guess a lot of people don't know the difference, but um, yes, yeah, so I think, I mean, I think that really speaks for itself in the sense of like, I mean, yeah, there's some differences, but ultimately, I mean, we're, we're, we're more similar than we are different in terms of states. Oh, uh, any thoughts on that, Ethan? Yeah, um, kind of like what Fred said toward the end, like there's a lot of, there are a lot of uh, similarities too, and, and as I've you know, been in the Northeast more, like I started to think of myself as just being like Southern more. And like, that's a big identifier that I, that I take pride in. Um, and, but I do try to teach folks like the difference between South Carolina, North Carolina, just, just because there are, you know, cultural distinctions. There's, you know, in North Carolina, our rivalries are like Duke and Chapel Hill or Duke, Chapel Hill and NC State. But um, South Carolina, the rivalry is, you know, uh, Clemson, South Carolina. Like, like there's there's things that, that make us distinct and, and you kind of want to keep those in mind. Um, but I, I, uh, I do think that, like, you know, having grown up on one side and went to school on the other side, like, it, uh, 
it it does sort of start to blend together in my mind. Honestly, I think that in in the places I've lived outside of North and South Carolina, um, I probably connected more with my college friends from South Carolina than I have with like really anybody from Charlotte or North Carolina. So that's that's been uh, one thing for me. I wanted to connect, like, Cosign, one of the things you said, like, yeah, like, when I was in California, really, it wasn't about, like, South Carolina versus North Carolina. It's really just about teaching people about the South. Like, there's such a, like, cognizant, like, <laughs> like, did, like, misunderstanding of what the South is about. Like, you know, just explaining to people what grits is and, like, <laughs> you know, just what the country is like, what it's like to grow up in a rural area that's, like, not right off the interstate, like, things like sweet that. Tea, like, nice. Yeah, sweet tea and, like, <laughs> you know, fat back. What's all of these things? Like, it's more so just explaining, like, Southern living as opposed to, like, South Carolina living versus North Carolina. So. Yeah. Well, you know, Ethan, you brought up, um, something I was going to touch on next was the robbery. So I find it interesting that with the college sports, you know, the, there's not really a robbery in college sports between North and South North Carolina and South Carolina. Uh, recently, South Carolina has played UNC in football, but I wouldn't say it's a robbery. But there are, is a robbery within the two states, UNC and Duke and Carolina and Clemson. So being that everybody has is have been a part of either one of those robberies in some way. Which robbery is more, I guess, fierce? We know UNC and Duke is more famous. Like, everybody knows that. But which one is more intense or fierce? And we'll start with Start with and think about the fandom as you as you answer that question, right? Think about the fans you've encountered, maybe any stories or experiences if you caught a Duke UNC game, and think like that, and then compare it to what you may have seen with Carolina and Clemson as well. For sure, for sure. I mean, so I mean, both of them are definitely like high level robberies, like for sure, like they're like top robberies in the country. I think for me, you know, like a couple experiences, uh, like I remember one summer I was working a summer camp at Duke and I was walking on campus. I didn't even have, it wasn't even a Carolina blue shirt, but it was like, it had like Carolina somewhere. And it was like, it had a little basketball camp, like, like, you know, little elementary school kids, like maybe five, five or six and they're walking across the street. So I stopped so they can, so they can go past. These kids literally start booing me, dog, like, because I was on Duke's campus with like a USC shirt. Like, they couldn't have been older than five and six, dog. And I, and, you know, when they did it, I'm like, yeah, I'm repping my stuff, like, yeah, USC. So, like, bro, like, that stuff is ingrained there. I think it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit different with football, like basketball, just in North Carolina, period, is, I think, is much bigger. You know, like, so many people, like I said, growing up, like, you know, in school, everybody's telling stories about, like, when the ACC tournament is on, like, teachers cutting off the, off the TVs, like, class, like, school is over because we focus on the ACC tournament. And so, like, yeah, being at, at UNC Duke, I think the other thing, too, is, like, obviously, I'm a Gamecocks fan, so I've seen a lot of UNC, like, South Carolina Clemson games, and usually it's, like, I guess over the last 10 years, you got, like, Clemson's won, like, whatever, four or five in a row, South Carolina won, like, four or five in a row, and so it's, like, everybody's competitive but like you know it's been like one-sided whereas like UNC Duke man it don't matter if Duke is number one in the country and UNC is unranked like just like last year it's gonna be a close-ass game and like fans get hyped man like um so yeah I think you know they used to have this like uh this stat it was like over the last 150 like games it was like 75 and 75 and the scores were like equal in terms of the last 150 games. Like, that's just how close the joint is, man. I remember my first year, I mean, we beat Duke a couple times, but my first year, like, 
was right after we won the championship in 05. So most of our team left. So Duke was better. They had JJ Redick. They had Sheldon Williams. And we played them. They beat us the first time at, at UNC. We played them the second time at Duke and we beat them. Uh, people throwing like, this is in regular season. They throwing like couches off the balcony. We, we cheered and people ran to Franklin Street, bro. Like it's like a good mile from South Campus. We ran to Franklin Street. We burning fires. And that was actually like the most lit time of my whole time. Like even, that was even more lit than the national championship, I think just slightly, just because of that energy, like we were supposed to lose. And so I think that's the thing. And also like, you know, with South Carolina Clemson, you're not close. Like there's with like an hour, two hours between the schools. UNC Duke, you got eight miles between the two schools, bruh. So like you're constantly interacting with fans, like from the other school, like you're always around each other. And so I think that's what fuels the rivalry too, because everybody's such close proximity. So love South Carolina, like I said, go Gamecocks, but at the end of the day, dog, like I definitely like that UNC Duke rivalry is where it's at. That's what's up. What do you think, Ethan? Yeah, um, so I actually, for being a North Carolinian, I don't really have a side in the Duke-UNC rivalry as much. Um, and maybe it's because I ended up going to South Carolina, but even before that, like, I didn't really take a side. My brothers and, like, my house is definitely all UNC fans. I kind of just watch and observe. I, I tend to make fun of my Duke friends more than than my UNC friends. But um, that's a, like like Fred said, like I remember, you know, in grade school, like watching, like getting the TV wheeled in during March Madness and watching, you know, Wake Forest on TV or or UNC or NC State or, or Duke, and, and especially the NC State Duke game. I think every time my uh, elementary school class had to fill out a March Madness bracket and, all, and, and both schools were in it, We'd always come down to UNC Duke in the finals and try to choose between those two, uh, which one would would win. Um, but I think the other thing that Fred said that that, that reminds me is um, about you know, uh, USC versus Clemson is like how it kind of has gone like a couple years where South Carolina beat Clemson every year in football, and a couple years where Clemson beat South Carolina and, and still is kind of pretty down it, but I don't want to get too much into that. Um, but I think that um, that to me felt like it, it's definitely more like a historic rivalry between Clemson and USC and, and a, in a different way from how like Duke and UNC is, is historic. But like, like you said, like it's more dynamic every year. It kind of changes with, with USC. You kind of have to ride out your fandom for a long time before before you get a victory over Clemson. And um, and I'm sure they felt similarly in the past when we were up. But uh, I think that, um, I don't know. I, I have to go with South Carolina Clemson as being the more fun rivalry for me because I've been to Death Valley and and I'm and Williams Rice and like I remember those those four years in a row that we beat Clemson and that was just like the most fun games. I think we ended up winning five in a row. They're yeah. almost one five in a row. Five in a row from Oh, nine, yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13. Uh, the last one, I, I was at the game where this Clemson streak started in 2014. I was up there. 
Um, and we would have won that game, but Dabo made the smartest switch of his life and put Deshaun Watson in, uh, torn ACL and all, and, and it was a wrap from there. We, <laughs> we ain't sniffed a win <laughs> since then. So they done rolled off two national championships. Uh, probably was in the line for another one, you know what I'm saying, if LSU wasn't as dominant as they were. But, yeah, man. Uh it's 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 interesting too because I'm a bigger football fan that I, I like the USC Clemson rivalry, but yeah, but that's the one for me. I think over oh, even over Duke UNC. Yeah, Tyson, what do you think? Interesting that you said your elementary school filled out a bracket. I thought that was pretty interesting. Like that's a that just shows how big a deal basketball is in North Carolina. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely yeah. did not fill out brackets at any point. I don't think I started filling out brackets. Well, I did because my uh, parents would fill out brackets for their job but they were on a military base so they were with like people all from all over the place but like probably not till i got older that i pay attention to like basketball like that so that's a very interesting point and i think uh tyson did you speak on the the two robberies yeah i i would uh i remember that game that um Fred was talking about in 2006 the the game at duke which you know fred and i were very fortunate because we were uh freshman the same year as the Tyler Hansbrough class, uh, which won, won a national championship our senior year. So we got to see that class uh, really, really a flourish into that 2019. 2019, I think you can make the argument is one of the, the best college basketball teams in the history of college basketball. I mean, it was just very dominant uh, throughout the regular season and dominant through uh, March Madness. Uh, and I remember vividly yeah, Fred, I'm sure you do as well. In and when Tyler Hansborough hit that three as the shot clock went down to zero, I mean, the entire campus just at the same exact time started screaming. I mean, it was it was incredible. Um, I, I still remember that, you know, 15 years ago, uh, that exact moment. I could tell you, I could go back to Craig room 459 and tell you exactly what sitting and, and what uh, what that felt like. So I think that really speaks to the rivalry. Um, I do think the North Carolina-Duke basketball rivalry is best in sports. Um, I, I think the Clemson-South Carolina rivalry is a little bit more visceral. Um, and I think it's a little bit more 24-7 simply because so many people who um, go to Clemson or go to South Carolina stay um, in and around the area. And there are a lot of Clemson folks here where I live in Columbia. Unlike Duke, I mean, not, the, not to stereotype, you have a lot of students who come from the Northeast and then relocate back to that region of the country. So you don't quite have as many Duke grads staying in the triangle as you do, um, certainly not as, as you do North Carolina grads. And you, you certainly don't have as many Duke grads staying in, in the place where their, their schools is located as Clemson and South Carolina. So I think, um, and, and the other point that I think makes the Clemson South Carolina one a little bit uh, more interesting is that those are the, the two primary major um, Division One schools in the state, Power Five schools. And in North Carolina, I think you have 17 Division One schools. So, so the fan base is a little bit more split up because then you obviously have a, a large contingent of North Carolina state fans in that triangle region. So I think the both are very, very passionate, very passionate. Um, I just think the, um, in many ways, the Clemson South Carolina rivalry is a little bit more constant. Um, and not, not to say that Duke and North Carolina don't hate each other 365 days out of the year, but you just tend, I think being down here, you run into more 
Clemson, South Carolina um, relationships and houses divided, as they say, than North Carolina and Duke. Yeah, for sure. Um, I um, have not experienced that rivalry, but I've watched plenty of the games. Justin and I are definitely UNC basketball fans. Uh, I've been watching the Tar Heels for a very long time. Uh, I actually was on a bus back from because they won in 05, right? The national championship in 05. So I was actually on a bus back from a baseball game when they won. My friend was texting me uh, the the updates and stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I've witnessed, you know, just seeing the games. Uh, I have, you know, a couple of friends who have gone there and I've been up to the Chapel Hill area, been to the Triangle area. So uh, I can, you know, see it, you know what I'm saying? I definitely see that. I've been up to the Duke area as well. Um, so yeah, but Clemson and South Carolina, man, I think uh, it is, uh, I don't know, and and this is just because I may not know, but I don't know if anybody's ever been like killed or shot over like the UNC Duke rivalry. Like there after the football games happened, like I remember news reports of two people shooting each other after a Carolina Clemson football game. And I've seen literal fights break out, not just inside the stadium, but outside the stadium after enduring Carolina Clemson games, I actually dated somebody from Clemson. And after I graduated, we were going to the games and it seemed like either her friends or people we just walked by, they wanted to scrap during that game. <laughs> so emotions run high <laughs> during that game. And uh, it is it is definitely 24-7. And even with the distance, man, like you said, Tyson, people, uh, Carolina grads move up to Greenville. Uh, Clemson grads move down to Columbia. I think Charleston, you get a, a nice little mix of everybody, of course, because I think you get a good mix of people from Charleston who go to Carolina and Clemson. So, yeah, man. Uh, and I, I put both of these rivalries easily. Definitely Duke, North Carolina is definitely top five sports all time. Uh, I think my all time rivalry is Ohio State, Michigan football. Um, but these are the both of these are easily top 10, in my opinion. So and uh, Fred made a good point about the evenness of the Duke, North Carolina one. Uh, so I think that fuels it no matter how good or how bad each team is. You're going to get a barn burner for a game. Somebody's going to knock down a three late, um, you know, what I'm saying and, and spoil, you know, a, a undefeated season or something like that. So Carolina Clemson is kind of like if you're up, we're going to win. If you're down, you're going to lose. So but I would like to see that back and forth between Carolina Clemson. I think it would make it a little more interesting. But so I appreciate the opinions of those. We're going to take a quick break, quick breather, and then we'll get back into a few more topics in a few minutes. All right.